This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm Head of Content and Research. The following episode was recorded at the 2022 edition of the North American Finance Executive Summit Series in Phoenix, Arizona. I, unfortunately, was not able to attend. I discussed the possibility of rescheduling my wedding and honeymoon with my fiancé, but it was a non-starter. As I cannot be there myself, my colleague Lisa Haney, Executive Platform Senior Conference Producer, has volunteered to conduct this interview in my place. I know she's going to do a great job, and I look forward to listening to the interview myself, along with all of you, upon my return to the office. Over to you, Lisa. Thank you, Jeff, for the introduction. Again, my name is Lisa Haney, and I'm the Senior Conference Producer with Executive Platforms. Today, I am here with Tom Hood, the Executive Vice President of Business Engagement and Growth with AICPA SEMA. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi, Lisa. How are you? It's good to be here. I'm great. Thank you so much. Tom, the roles and responsibilities that finance leaders play in their organization has evolved and grown in recent years. What are some of the biggest changes that you have seen? The changes in the roles and responsibilities of the chief financial officer and their teams, we call the new mandate. It's a big shift from what we would say is reactive to proactive, a shift from cost focus to a value focused, and a path to what we call a chief value partner or the chief future officer. And you're starting to see CFOs really take over a lot more of the operations of the business, often becoming the COO or taking on those roles and responsibilities and leading digital transformation, not just in finance, but across the whole organization. It's a big shift in their role and responsibility. Uh, speaking of digital, how are digital tools allowing finance professionals to do more and offer more to their organizations? We've seen a accelerated shift in digital transformation coming out of the pandemic. And in some of the research that we did, a futurist said it's actually accelerated everything by five years. And those technologies now that you're starting to see in finance are artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotic process automation, uh, even blockchain is showing up in a lot of these. And, and that's being dealt with both with younger generations that are more technically inclined and older generations that are having to learn really rapidly to keep up with that. But that bundle of tools is allowing them to do a lot more with less. And so the jobs are getting automated and they're having to acquire new skills to apply as they move up into new roles. Now with these shifts in roles and generationally, uh, can you speak to the divide between generations a little bit more when it comes to finance technology? There's always been a divide in the generations around technology for probably the last 10 years, all the way from the millennial generation contrasted with the baby boomers like me. And so what we're seeing now is smart companies are actually leveraging those younger people. And it's not just all younger people. It could be older people with a really good digital mindset. But they're taking those folks with those digital skills and they're using them to mentor, in some cases, older generations in the workplace. So actually like reverse mentoring. And that's probably the secret to a lot of these companies' success. They have roundtables with their finance group and then everyone learns from each other. So the superstars, whatever age they are, 
are able to share those technical um, digital skills with the other folks. And that helps the whole organization learn faster than the rate of change. What should finance organizations as a team and finance professionals individually be doing to stay on top of these new tools and technologies available to them? And then how should they be making sure they are using them effectively and getting the most out of these new capabilities? So how can today's finance leaders keep up with all of these changes? And that gets to how do you keep your whole team upskilled or reskilled? Because those are the buzzwords that we're seeing. The uh, need for new skills is like the number two or three top issue facing finance teams today. And so the way to solve that is to go build a curriculum of learning, pull together or curate some good learning resources, build a curriculum so that you can make it available to everyone on a continuous basis. And one of the things we say is in a world of rapid change and increased complexity, the winners will be those who can learn faster than the rate of change and faster than their competition, L greater than C squared. So the smart companies are beginning to create curriculums and places, you know, kind of a whole curated set of learning so that they can get their team in a constant learning situation so that they're always building these new skills because the technology is automating things faster and faster. So you've got this kind of constant loop where people have to stay ahead of that change curve. Now, I know that AICPA SEMA is a real resource in this space. Could you walk us through how you are helping leaders and organizations upskill? At AICPA SEMA, we're one of the largest learning providers to accounting and finance professionals in the world. Uh, everything from uh, certified public accounting, helping people become licensed CPAs, in, at least in the United States and other parts of the world. And then our new CGMA, the Charter Global Management Accountant, which has a complete finance leadership program. But in addition to that, we've got literally hundreds of programs on the top courses that finance professionals need. Everything from data analytics to agile finance to things like leadership, collaboration, strategic thinking. So as, as that group, we have a whole learning team that would work with a corporation to customize a program based on their specific needs. So we would sit there and help them go through what are the kind of key challenges they have, what are some of the things they want to prioritize in the learning journey? And then we create uh, learning that they can host on their system, or we can provide a learning management solution with the programs built into it. How does this also fit into the larger conversation of professional development and the finance maturity model? So this year, we created a finance and accounting maturity model, working with a group of large Fortune 500 senior finance professionals to create a way of showing how finance progresses, in this case, from the basic advisor all the way up to what we call a futurist. So five dimensions, and then across the vertical axis, it would be five dimensions going from business, leadership, technical, uh, and technology. And those create a matrix, and we basically look at a score, a self-assessment of where they are on the maturity model, and then where they want to be. And once they start to create that, you're gonna see gaps from dimension one to five on each side, 
And that gives them a way of beginning to look for what are the capabilities I need in my team to move up to the next level. And so that's where we plug bespoke curriculums in and be able to teach them, here are the courses you might want to consider for your finance team to accelerate their development across those dimensions. I heard that there is an emerging trend where finance organizations are building their own talent pipelines. Could you talk more about that? During the conference, we heard a lot about finance organizations beginning to build their own talent pipelines. And it was really based on three trends actually that have consistently shown up in the top five. One is this extreme need for talent, period. And that's across the entire finance and accounting profession. Number two is accelerated digital transformation. And then the third one is the need for new skills driven by that accelerated digital transformation. And so what we're seeing is that finance organizations typically would get their talent often from public accounting firms, auditors, other areas, even from competitors. And now they're starting to revisit that and say, wouldn't it be better if we could build our own right from the start? And so now they're beginning to look at how they bring talent in from college. Um, and in fact, we've created a new program, a registered apprenticeship with the U.S. Department of Labor for a position called finance business partner. And that position actually helps them create this way of mentoring people right out of college, taking online learning through our CGMA finance leadership program. And that leads over a, a two to three year period, leads to them learning and earning on the job to then begin to get those job ready skills while they're working. And that's a new trend that we've just started and we're beginning to uh, see employers adopt. So at AIC Basema, we're helping major finance employers make this transition from ad hoc picking up talent to a systematic development method that includes on-the-job mentoring, supplementary services, helping them get cohorts together and accelerate their learning, and a full curriculum that's accepted by both the Department of Labor and for our CJMA certificate. So when they're complete, they graduate with a certificate from the Department of Labor called Finance Business Partner in addition to the CJMA Global Credential. And we're seeing that employers feel like those people are much more prepared for the job as they come out of college and get those new skills. We've covered a lot of ground already in this conversation, but I was wondering if there's a few key takeaways that you would like people to think about further or to maybe walk away with from this discussion. The takeaways that I've heard people talking about here at this conference are a couple of major themes. First of all, there's this whole talent workforce development area, and we're seeing that goes everything from how do I develop my people? What skills do they need? And also, how do I get diversity in my company? That's a huge one. Uh, obviously, some of that's driven by potential from the SEC, but it's just really good practices. And then the other thing that we're hearing is people are starting to realize that they have to evolve fast in this rapidly changing environment that we're in. So the idea of upskilling and reskilling has been a constant theme throughout the conference. And obviously at AIC Basema, we're here to help from that standpoint. 
That's great. And I know that people listening may want to learn a bit more about what you offer or how you can help. Um, so what would be the best way for someone to get in touch with you, learn more about what you can do to help them? Can you tell us what the best way to go about doing that is? Yeah, they can send me an email to tom.hood, H-O-O-D, at AICPA-SEMA.com, or look me up on LinkedIn, follow me there, or send me a direct message, and we'll get back to you. Thanks, Jeff and Lisa, for having me on the show and for being part of this great conference. That was great. Thanks again, Lisa, for filling in while I was away. For everyone out there, you've been listening to another episode of the Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Let's do it again soon.